It's time for the Moving the Chains podcast. Your home for high school football coverage in the Palmetto State. Every team, every game, every week. And now your hosts, Kevin Thomas and John Epps. John Epps here, week eight, high school football preview show. John, the season is it's kind of flying by on us a little bit. Yeah, you know, we were having these non-region, big region matchups at the beginning of the year, and we were talking about, hey, we're getting region play, and we're smack dab in the middle of it now. Yeah, I feel like everybody's playing region games now. We had a couple non-region last week, uh, not many, but a few sunny and dormer gadget, a couple of those teams were matching up, but... This week, I think we've got pretty much all region matchups. It seems like, seems like across the state, so a lot of good football coming up. If this is your first time tuning in, we appreciate it. Like our post here, like our page, like the video. Be sure to set up, set up your notifications so you'll know when we go live each week. We usually do a preview show here on Tuesday nights around 7.30 or 8. We do a uh, recap show on Sunday. That's an audio-only version that comes out on our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, stuff like that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. All handles are moving, chain signal at M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. Super easy to to get to and follow us on all your social media. So love to have you there. And definitely check out all of them. You know, we post different things on Facebook than we do on Instagram than we do on Twitter. So you want to follow everywhere. We get more updates on Twitter and whatnot. We'll have more photos on Instagram and just more of the shows here. So definitely tune in to all our platforms. We'll give a quick shout out to Derek and Jamar, Kevron. Thomas is in here too, checking us out. Kevron says good evening. Salute at Gray this Friday. Go War Eagles. That's a big game we're going to get to, Kevron. That's a very big game there. I think a 2-7 matchup in 2A. Uh, Derek says, what's up, my dudes? Derek, what's going on, man? Lakeview, uh, need to keep bouncing back from that HP loss. That was a tough one a couple weeks ago. I think they, they've got a good season still uh, still going on for them there. Patrick said, well, Patrick said, what's up, guys? Patrick, good to see you, man. Big win last week for the Indians over Dorman. I know that's a nail-biter as always, man. And, you know, I uh, I was looking at some of the Upstate uh, players of the week that got that got voted on this week, and I know that ESPN Upstate had the receiver from Burns. So we had, I think, 300-yard receiving or whatever. But i tell you what, hard for me not to give it to the linebacker at Gaffney. Landon Bullock had, I think, nine tackles, a punt block, recovered the punt, four touchdown, had a pass breakup on the last play of the game, just all over the field, John. He had a, a big-time game for the Indians there over Dorman and a, a nice non-region win for their, for them as that's really – Kind of Gaffney's finally, you know, final tune-up before the playoffs start because this rest of the for those guys is going to be kind of weak. But Yeah, I think the uh, schedule thing ease up a little bit for Gaffney. They, yeah. They played their tough games on front half of the season. That's right. Patrick said he just got his voice back yesterday. I bet, man. That was a back and forth. <laughs> nice. I've got it on the DVR. been watching some of it. It's been a big-time game. Cavante Lundy in here for you, man. He says, Timberland at Lake Marion. Man, the Wolves, I think they're continuing to roll. I mean, that Timberland team's a good football team, but – uh, one more shout out to the guys, all you guys who checked out our video with uh, head coach or defense coordinator Ethan Campbell from Clinton last week. Really good interview, had some good insight, and they've got a big game against Chapman. This we'll get to in a minute. But John, let's get into some of our week eight games of the week here. The first one, 
a two-way matchup. I think pitting the three versus five team, Silver Bluff at Barnwell. Silver Bluff went off a 63-7 win over Pelion. Pelion, not very good. Not a big surprise there. Barnwell, a 69-14 winner. Wilson Elko, not really surprised there either, John. We talked about how good this uh, Silver Bluff defense is. You know, they, didn't, they didn't allow points until the last game. They go up 14 and then 7 finally. But the defense is very good. But they've got a really good sophomore running back, Trayvon Dunbar. Last week had two 10 and 3 TDs. The quarterback, Malik Williams, had a good had a good game as well. The defense is kind of led by Lawrence and Bird, a linebacker, then McLeod on the defensive line. Can Barnwell score on these guys? I think they can. You know, you look at Barnwell, and they put up some points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put up points every game they've played this season. You know, their one blemish on the year was that loss to Calhoun County. Which is the odd loss, too. You know, they're one of my teams of the week this week. I had to pick two because I couldn't decide who in the strong Thurman. But anyway, they had a good win over Barnwell, and they had a good win last week over RSM, you know, a ranked 1A team. Besides, they haven't done much. That's it, a really odd loss for Barnwell. You wouldn't have threatened, I mean, especially like 28-14, or it was a low-scoring game. 26-15, so kind of surprised there. I don't know what to make of that t- that loss, really. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and you can't expect teenagers to, to have it all together every single That's true. week. That's true. But every other week, they had been very good. They had scored a lot of points. And, and then, uh, a lot like Silver Bluff, they haven't been tested too much. Yeah. Lately. You know, obviously, they had the bad game with Calhoun County. But, you know, the next best team that, that they played was probably North Central. Uh, North Central was oh, a team. But they knocked off the Knights, you know, 48-28 in that game. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's a good one. Um, you know, but Silver Bluff's going to be the best team they've played all year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Barnwell, they're probably going to be the best team Silver Bluff has played all year as well. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think it's going to be a matter of, okay, they both got good offenses. Yep. Who's got the better defense? It's Silver Bluff. Yeah, and that Barnwell Warhorse offense led by Weston Sanford quarterback, the running backs Tyler Smith and Mario Jones both having – Big season. They're both averaging over 100 yards a game, John. So they've got that going for them. Defense led by Odom, Sturkey, and Smith. Barnwell does have an advantage of playing this game at home at W.W. Carter Field. I just don't know. Like I said, that Silver Bluff defense is so tough. You know, and I know that Barnwell lost one of the big playmakers, the Pender kick. Clay Pender is out for a while with the collarbone thing. That really hurts him because he was kind of their main passing or receiving threat there. I think Silver Bluff has a, a little bit – Maybe not a little better, but a good bit better defense and probably enough to win this game on the road. But I think it's going to be a tight ball game. It's seven points or so coming down to the end. I like some of both the Bulldogs, but I think it's going to be a tight one. I think so, too. You know, Barnwell, they're not going to be intimidated or not. You know, this is a program that's used to playing big games, yep. just being on the big stage. So I think they'll be ready. But I think the talent for Cyril Bluff, um, you know, they're just a little bit better. Yeah. I think that's going to be the side factor in this one. I think you're right. I think you're right. So we're both on the same side there. Our second one. You know, another big-time game here. I think this is a, a 3-5 matchup in 3A, I believe. Yes. That's Chapman at Clinton. Chapman went off a big 52-3 win over Emerald last week. Clinton 47-14 over Broom. John, who do you give the advantage here? Because, honestly, I I don't know yet who I'm going to pick. You know, I just don't, I don't know a ton about Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've, kind of, they've always been a pretty solid team. But this is the first year in some time. That the Red Devils have really arrived back yeah. on the scene, you know, and I point to, you know, I look at their schedule. Okay, they haven't played anybody super good. I, we thought Lawrence might be kind of good at the beginning yeah. of the year. They had a really tough game uh, being launched 21-19 early in the year. But, uh, you know, their big win for them, I think, uh, they played Newberry. They yeah. beat up on a uh, Newberry team Newberry. that has, yep. gives everybody trouble. They beat Newberry uh, very handily. I, I tell you what, I saw Chapman play earlier mm-hmm. this year. And they're good. 
Yeah. They're, they're very, very good, but they have their weaknesses. Yeah. Um, I think I want, I think I'm going to go Clinton in this game just from what I've seen with Chapman. I thought, you know, the game I saw at Chapman, they lost to Brooklyn Casey. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that Brooklyn Casey team, they got a lot of speed. They got a tough quarterback. They're well coached. But now, Brooklyn They've Casey, had a couple, couple bad losses lately, yeah. Yeah, now they've fallen off a little bit. And I don't know if they've just not been playing as well or right. if they're just not as good as they looked in Inman that night. Um, so I don't think this Chapman team is the Chapman team that's that's been playing the last couple of years that's been really, really good. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people like uh, the saddle kid, the quarterback, and he, he's, man, coming off the bus, he, he looks great. He throws a great ball. Mm-hmm. But um, his accuracy is a little bit off. Um, DJ Black, a great player on the yeah. outside. Uh, the big thing for Chapman, the big thing they got going for them, I have not seen offensive line yeah. outside of, I mean, you can say anything, anybody's got something great except for Dutch Fort. Yeah. But, I, you know, outside of Dutch Fort, I haven't seen an offensive line be as solid as Chapman's offensive line. Um, that's going to give them the chance against anybody. But I think I'm going to lean Clinton in this game. Yeah, you know, Chapman last week in the blowout win, Settle had 348 and 5 TDs. Black had 158 and 3 TDs coming off his record-breaking performance two weeks ago where he broke the U.S. annual single season or single game record. A big thing for Chapman, John, the people I think don't realize, they have 10 seniors on offense. So they've got them scattered across the field, obviously. There, I mean, that, And that helps a lot. That's a program that's been in big games, played for, play for state championships, played for upper state, played in the playoffs. These guys have been in big atmospheres. Why you say Clinton, they haven't really yet. So that is a little bit of a worry there. But Clinton, I was very impressed last week holding Broom to, to just 14 points. That's a high-powered Broom offense. Quarterback Dylan Ramirez can really sling it all over the field. To shut them down and do two touchdowns is a big-time performance there. Clinton's offense averaging over 40 a game. Defense is holding teams under 15 a game. Offense is kind of a spread option, kind of control the ball type deal. Defense basically out of a 3-4, they kind of fly around. But they've got some good big-time players like uh, senior quarterback Davis Wilson, Ja'Cory Gary, Joshon Copeland, Justin Copeland. They've got guys just all over the field, especially on defense, just fly around, hair on fire. They come after you. And I'll tell you one thing we learned from, from defense coordinator Ethan Campbell last week uh, in our interviews. One, one of his big things, John, is don't let their best player beat you. Which means for Chapman, it's got to be DJ Black, right? It is. So you think that they're probably going to do something. Maybe they double him all game or play a safety at the top or whatever. And it kind of comes down to those second and third options. You know, does a Walt Waddell or a McClurkin or, you know, the running back for, for Chapman step up. And I don't know if those guys will. And I'm going to lean Clinton as well. At home, tough place to play down there at Clinton. I think the Red Devils take this in a, in a good ball game as well. I think the big thing for Clinton is, you know, even if you if you put more attention on Black, um, you know, the big thing is you got to get a little bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. Or if not even pressure, you just can't give settle all that. Yeah. And it and it's and it's not so much settle. It's guys like DJ Black. It's mm-hmm. the other guys around the field. They've got so many seniors. They're smart. They know yeah. what to do. They know where to go. Somebody's going to get it open if you give them enough time. And it was interesting. Brooklyn Casey game I went to, they played off Chapman's wide receivers all night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they gave up a ton of yards. They gave up 35 points. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a shootout. They, they Just the way that BC played defense, they encouraged the shootout. And I don't know that Clinton wants to get in that kind of ball game with Chapman because Chapman might have the better offense. Got a lot of firepower over there. They do. Um, you know, if I'm in Clinton, if I'm Clinton, I'll be interested to see what that defense does if they yeah. play and they try to play up, up on the line, trying to you know give DJ Black and those other Chapman receivers some friction up front mm-hmm. and just hope, hey, maybe we can get a little pressure, get settled on the run a little bit. Yeah. Because he he's got a great arm. Mm-hmm. He's smart. 
but he's I don't think he's the most accurate. Okay. But if you get him on the run a little bit, on the you know, road environment, I think Clinton um Clinton's got a really really good chance to win that game. But granted, that's the tough thing to do. Can yeah. you get pressure on that offensive line? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think we're both leaning uh leaning Clinton here, but I think just like the last ball game. Very close game, I think, either way, honestly. But I, I like the Red Devils there. Our third game, 7-7 seven, seven up the 5A, the big boys here, John. Northwestern at Spring Valley. Northwestern shut up Lockwood 28-0 last week. Spring Valley had a close win over Ridgeview 30-27. Again, it kind of surprised me how close that one was. You know, Northwestern reeled off, I think, six or seven wins in a row after losing to South Point Week 0. We saw them a couple weeks ago against uh, Greenville. Looked very good. The Madison kid at quarterback is a... I mean, he's a, he's a very good player. He throws it well, and he also moves well as well. You know, not just to, to run. He moves well in the pocket. He, he's good. He's good out in space. The running back Turbo Richards is a good player. Receivers called well. Defense led by Ladd and McClellan and Jackson. Northwestern's looked very good, but then so has Spring Valley. Their one loss comes to Carver out of Georgia. You know, what are you happening in this ball game, John? You know, this is we haven't really talked about Spring Valley a whole mm-hmm. lot this year, and, and we should have, or we should be. You know, as you said, the, the one blemish is outside state lines. Mm-hmm. And you hear about athletes coming out of Carver High School. All the time. Uh, a yeah. ton. Over out there in uh, Columbus, Georgia. You know, keep in mind, this Spring Valley team, they beat South Point, too. Um, they did. That's, that's their they confidence. Did. They actually played Rock Hill and, as well. And but held them down to, what, seven points as well. So, But the thing scares me about Spring Valley is what happened last week. We were mm-hmm. I was high on Ridgeview. And Richie last few weeks has fallen off a little bit. Maybe they came back last week and played that good of a game. Yeah. But having that little bit of a a nail-biter shootout with Richie scares me a little bit with Spring Valley. Um, You know, we saw Northwestern play. Mm -hmm. We saw them up at Spring Stadium play against Greenville, a game that they won that game 28-7. But, you know, you remember, Greenville got the ball to start that game. First Right down the field. Yeah. Scored. They did not sniff the red zone Mm -hmm. the rest of the night. And, And it was... I can it to, I don't know how many of our listeners out there play golf, but I can it to playing really, really well golf, but you're like, gosh, it was boring. I hit the ball <laughs> in the fairway, hit the ball in the green, I two-putted. Yeah. That's kind of how Northwestern played against Greenville. It was it was kind of boring. They took care of this. Yeah. You know, and they, they played with some fire in them. Uh, you know, there's some trash talking going on after the game. And, and Northwestern just, they seem to have it together. Took care of business. They, they have it together. They, they, are, they are the model of, Let's go take care of business. Um, I don't know enough about Spring Valley. Mm-hmm. I like Northwestern in this game, though. I like, the way, too. Set, I like the way they're set up. You know, in, in Spring Valley, talking about Ridgeview win, they had to score 16 points in the fourth quarter to win that game, John. So <laughs> they, they were down. They were down going into the fourth quarter, came back, shut out Ridgeview, and put 16 on the board to win. The quarterback, DeQuandre Smith, had three TDs last week. They got home and elite receiver. Wilson, Martin, and Hutto are on the defense side. Mondale Hutto, very good player for them. And one thing they do well, they really got to the quarterback, which I think that's where Madison's athletic ability and scapability kind of comes into play. I like Northwestern here. I, I think that they're just a little better football team, honestly, John. I think they're a little more versatile, what they can do on the offensive side of what Spring Valley can. And I like Northwestern to win this game probably maybe about 10, 14 points. Now, I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, I, I don't see it being that, that deep. I think uh, – I like to think Spring Valley's defense wakes back up and they just kind of had a down game yeah. last week. And, and playing, you know, Northwestern's no, no stranger to playing in big stadiums. Spring Stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a big stadium to play in. But Harry Perrin is a, it's a nice stadium. It yep. is, it's big time. It's big Hosted time. Hosted championships last year. Yeah, and, and, and well-deserved. It's, it's a very nice facility. 
Yeah, but I think they'll be ready. I think they're good. In our fourth and final game of the week here, back to the 3A ranks. This one was one we kind of we had a couple runs we could have picked between, um, and we'll get to all of them here in a minute. But this one, Gilbert at Brooklyn Casey, John. You know, I know you've seen Brooklyn Casey earlier in the year. They had a nice one over Chapman. They've had a couple tough losses that they lost last week to Strong Thurman, 17 to seven. You know, Gilbert they keep on rolling, 42 to 13 over Fox Creek last week. They have a very good running offense. I think against Hartsville earlier, they beat Hartsville earlier in the year. I believe they had six different guys score touchdowns in that game or one of the games earlier. Just just a nuts uh, touchdown on the ground, too, as well. But the quarterback Jennings, they've got Graham Woodbury and, and Allen Hendricks at running back. BC, we know about them. Quarterback Tanner Staten. Linebacker Owen Plainer, kind of their two big stars there. But Strong Thurman really, really shut them down. I think that Brooklyn Casey had 29 yards rushing on 16 carries last week, John. And that's not going to get it done against Gilbert. No, no. Uh, and, and Gilbert, I think they've got their group that's been pretty good last few years. Mm-hmm. And they got embarrassed last year in the playoffs. You know, Camden going down and just, you know, really, really blowing the doors off of them. I think yep. they've got something to prove. This is a game where, you know, Gilbert's played some, they played some good competition. Mm-hmm. Going up a ranks to play Lexington, nearly knocking them off. They yeah, that was their one loss, right? Yeah. Well. Um, getting in a shootout with a really good Hartsfield team the very next week. Mm-hmm. And then playing a pretty good 2A team in Sherrall the week after that. Just Beating them up, beating up a good Wagner Sally team. I, I think Gilbert's got it. I think so. I, I think, think they're a better football team than yeah. Brooklyn Casey right now, at least. Um, I think the thing that his, which I like, and I told Cal, I said, I should pick this game as our, as our fourth game because BC's got the talent. And I, I don't know, I, you may have it. The running back over there at BC is a really good player, too. I don't have it written down. I love stating the quarterback. Um, He's a tough kid. But their running back. They got speed. They got two of them. Yeah, I know they got, they got King and Young and Mays there that play offense a good bit for them, so probably one of those guys. Uh, but They got good speed. And the guys yeah. on the outside, a lot of receivers, they got good speed. Um, it's Gilbert's going to have to be disciplined in this game. You know, BC, where they beat Chatham was their speed, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they're good on special teams. Um, you know, they're a group that, what I love about BC is you see a lot of these schools on punts. You know, it's kind of, hey, let's – Fair catch it as soon as we can. Let's secure yeah, the ball. Yeah, make, make sure we don't fall back. Or let it, yep. Just straight let it go. Yep. And that's not BC. No, it is. Oh, here's a chance for us to score. Yeah. Um, they're they're you know they're kind of like feeling it like an outfielder feeling. They come steps back and come on catch it on the run. Um, BC's an exciting team. They got the firepower to win, but they they just been inconsistent yeah. this year. And I, I don't know which BC we're gonna get. We're gonna get the BC that won on the road at Chapman. We didn't get the BC last week that, that lost by 10. And yeah. Couldn't do anything offensively. Yeah, couldn't yeah. move the ball. Yeah. Um, so, I think Gilbert's the more polished team here. I agree. Um, but it could be a really good game. Yeah, I like Gilbert to win that one as well. And, and uh, it does scare me, John, out of our four games of the week. We're both picking the road team in three of them. It worries me a little bit there. Um, but, you know, I, I think we, we're think we on the right side there. But uh, that does it for our games of the week. John, let's get a quick shout-out here to some of our friends. First at the George Agency, Bradley, Wayne, Richard, and the crew. Uh, open enrollment's coming up here in the next month or so. So yes. if you guys need insurance, give them a call. Health insurance, life insurance, um, whatever, they can help you out there. If you're a small business owner, give them a call. If you maybe you're a seasonal worker or work for a restaurant, you don't get you don't get uh, insurance to your company. They can help you out with that. So give those guys a buzz. Service I've gone for over 35 years now. They've offices all across the state and clients all across the state too. So they can help you out wherever you are. The GeorgeAgency.net. That's the GeorgeAgency.net. Then our other friend here is Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union. The logo is uh, overlapped. Sorry, they will fix it. There we go. 
So, so uh, John gave you a, a, a good chat last week about, about federal credit unions and why he, he recommends them. But, you know, they've got a clear purpose to improve financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates, don't charge the fees that other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, they're here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at securedadvantagefcu.com. That's securedadvantagefcu.com. Win at banking, thrive at life, member NCUA. Hey, John, and just mention that again, John, about how it's not – you don't get the you know, the stuck up big bank where you can't talk to somebody that that type of feel with a credit union. You get a little more personal attention. I feel like, and you're gonna know who you're dealing with. Yeah, you know, what I mean, and it's no fault on the big banks, but you know they have all these protocols and they got so many people working, and you know, oh, well, you know, I don't know how to do that. You gotta talk to so and so, or so and so is, you know, they're waiting in line for lunch right now. Whatever, you know, you go to a credit union, and they know. They know what we're about, you know, your big things, you know, buying a car, buying a house, buying a boat, you know, whatever, maybe refinancing. They understand that stuff. They know that that's why people join credit unions mm -hmm. to make that kind of stuff easier to make it. And ultimately what it comes down to is whether it's secured advantage or someone else, you may love them. You don't want to spend all day there. Yeah. You want to be in and out, you know, quick. And you want to deal with credit unions because they're knowledgeable. And they're going to get you in and out quick. Yep. You know, that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, they're going to get it right, and they're going to get it done pretty quickly. Check them out, securedadvantagefcu.com, and tell them the Moving the Change Boys sent you, John. Well, let's get into some statewide games here. Uh, let's maybe start at 5 and work our way down, and then we'll kind of go through those as, as we get to them. Yeah, so we'll start in the low country. Ashley Ridge will host Berkeley. Clover will go to Boiling Springs. This is a big game here for uh, playoff implications. Burns hosting Dorman, my team of the week. The Rebels putting up 70, putting up the speed limit uh, on a Riverside team that we've been high on. Set up, you know, broke tons of records. Gabe Rogers over 600 yards passing, broke the passing record. Uh, the Cook kid had over 300 yards receiving, broke the receiving record. Just records, you know, being shattered all over the field there at, at Nixon Field. And it was a weird game. Or Sorry, not Nixon Field. It was over Riverside, actually. Um, I listened to part of that game. Riverside drove down the first drive, got inside the five, threw a pick. Had a couple more long drives early in the game, just couldn't convert, and then it just really snowballed out, out of hand there for them. I know the Warriors lost a couple of uh, linemen that really hurt them there, but the Sanders kid was back. Didn't expect him to get beat that bad, John. Not a good look for Riverside. And, you know, Burns looking forward to a big matchup this week against Dorman. Yeah, I tell you what, um, you know, hey, prove this wasn't just a fluke. You know, we've, yeah. been, we've been critical of the defense all year, and it's equally as impressive to me putting up 70. Mm hmm. A shutout, a shutout yeah. for a, a Riverside team that's been pretty good all. Put up a lot of points all season long, yeah. and, you know, and Dorman caught a tough loss last week to Gaffney uh, by by a touchdown there. I still think Dorman's probably a little bit better. You know, I like what they're doing with the multiple quarterbacks. Uh, the Tally kid throwing it, the Beaumont kid running it. They got some good running backs with uh, you know Will Black and, and all those guys down there. They they got a lot of talent at Dorman. They're starting to figure it out a little bit, and I think the key is if you can just stop Burns a couple times, you can outscore them. So I like going right to Cavaliers here, and I think they'll probably win this ballgame, even though it's at Nixon Field. I think so, too. I, I think Gabe Rogers is probably going to be the best player on the field, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, but just the talent and different things that Dorman can do to move the ball and score, I think puts Dorman over the top of this one. They, hey, it's gonna be, they're going to have to earn it. They're going to have to earn it. We've yep. been to Nixon Field for a Dorman-Burns game. We know how big that is. It's, it's intense it's, over it's there. It's a big-time game. It is, it is. Patrick says uh, – Burns still doesn't want Gaffney again. Yeah, I agree. I don't think uh, most teams don't want to play Gaffney, and I'll tell you, Zay takes the one over Burns. I think that's so it. I think we're all on the same, all on the same side there with that one. Uh, going back down to Lower State, got Kane Bay hosting Goose Creek. A Kane Bay team is off to a hot start. Don't know who they've really played, but they're they're, they're you know, they've got a good record so far. Interesting matchup there to see how that one turns out. I think to me. 
Yeah, I think they're going to be a little rash against Goose Creek, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Goose Creek hasn't been super tested either. Mm-hmm. Carolina Forest will host Sumter. Second round of this game, I believe uh, Sumter beat him pretty badly the first time. I think Carolina Forest will get a little more healthy, John, so it should be an interesting ball game Friday night down there. I like Sumter in this one still, but Carolina Forest's team I, I've been expecting more out of. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, they got they got some region games to figure it out. We'll see. Dutch Fork will be hosting River Bluff. Gaffney will be hosting Nation Ford. Should be a, a cruiser for Gaffney. Yeah. Uh, Nation Ford's got a good quarterback on their hands. Um, 11th grader getting recruited by some big schools. Yeah. But uh, Gaffney's. Well, like we said earlier, I mean, that Dormer game was the last real test for Gaffney um, yeah. until the playoffs. That region is not very good. So they should really be able to cruise and get everybody healthy, hopefully, before uh, yeah. the playoffs get going. We've got Man hosting Hannah in a game. Could be close. Man's you know, got a good defense. And Man had a tough loss last night to Woodmont on a Monday, so a short week for those guys. Yeah. I saw uh, Hannah last week in person for Malden. Those guys, they keep. They keep getting better and better and better. Um, you know, that offense, they had to replace a, a, replace a lot last year. And like we say with, uh, you know, with that triple option, you gotta you got to really be gelling as a team to be able to make it work. There's a lot of, you know, blocks got to be hit just right, pitches made just right, and reads made just right. So they're kind of getting better and better going to the playoffs, and they're going to be a tough team for anybody to beat this year. Yeah, they, they, they're another team that runs that option very, very well. Mm-hmm. They do a very good job there. We've got Rock Hill hosting Blythewood. Sox will host Conway, as we talked about, big game at Perone Stadium down mm-hmm. in Northeast Columbia. Spring Valley hosting Northwestern. That's a number six versus seven matchup in 5A. We've got R.B. Stahl hosting Fort Dorchester. Wade Hampton will host Riverside. That's Wade Hampton here in the upstate. Wanda will host Stratford. West Ashley hosting Somerville. Shaping will go to White Knoll. Hillcrest will go to Woodmont and Fort Mill going to York. That Hillcrest Woodmont, big region matchup there. Uh, both teams probably playing for second place behind TL Hannah, but Woodmont had a nice win last night over uh, over uh, I just said it, Jay. Oh, man, sorry. Yeah. Hillcrest seemed to kind of find their stride. You know, they beat Milton two weeks ago. The offense is kind of humming a little bit. I think Hillcrest wins. That could be a sneaky good ball game as well. I think so too. I think so too. I think Woodmont is we're high on Hillcrest, but I don't think Woodmont's very uh, very far behind. But again. Short week for Woodmont. Mm-hmm. Are they able to turn around? Um, do we want to jump in for uh, here? Let's do four A. Yeah, that's cool. I know Elijah Smith already mentioned uh, North Carolina Beach and West Florence is a big game. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. one that we're, we're definitely talk about here in a minute for sure. Uh, Aiken will host Airport. May River going to Beaufort. Blacksburg will host Midland Valley. Calton County hosting James Island. Westwood will go to Dreer. Eastside hosting Lawrence. Greer will be at Greenwood. Hilton Head Island hosting Bluffton. Uh, the top 10 matchup here at W.C. Hawkins, Irma hosting A.C. Flora. Mm-hmm. That's one that we thought I'd put in here, but now I think, I mean, Irma, they're a good team. I like the quarterback, the white side kid a lot. A.C. Flora is just a juggernaut right now, John. They all, but they've been a little bit inconsistent. They could, they, you, they've you could catch some vulnerabilities. Them. You could catch them on the wrong night. You um, could. <laughs> you know, they, they've got a high-powered offense, but you know, they've had a couple games where... Scored three they, against Camden. Yeah, yeah. they can lose the ball, and they score, I think... 13 against Sumter. Yeah. Uh, first game of the year. Turner around scored 50 against, uh, yeah. against uh, yeah, Shape in the next week. So who knows what's they going on. They can be if you catch them on a good night. Um, Lancashire has Catawba Ridge. A, a Catawba Ridge team that's. I tell you what, I, I think we've got to put the uh, fraud alert up, John. Yeah, fraud fraud alert for Catawba Ridge. I, I like them. I like. I know Jarrell loves them too, but. They're at a, uh, yeah, they're on a downward turn. Lancaster had a tough loss to South Point last week, but that's a team that's poised at the playoffs as well. Um, yeah, Catawba Ridge, they need a win. They need they a do, win badly. They, do. they need some confidence, build some confidence back yeah. up. 
we've got uh, Blue Gulf Eligible host Richland Northeast. Richland Northeast is starting to find their way a little bit here in the second half of the season. Myrtle Beach will host Wilson. Easy win for those guys. They they, they had a nice win over Hartford last week. Blew them yeah. out. Kind of surprised yeah. me. Yeah. They needed that. They've yeah, had some they close did. games. They needed that. Uh, North Augusta will host South Aiken. Easily going two pickings. Played at Daniel on Saturday. <laughs> had some field problems. Some field issues at pickings, so that'll be a wild one. Uh, and we talked South Florence will be hosting Hartsville. Yeah. Um, Hartsville really, I mean, they've been playing well, but they've been losing some games. Yeah. Hartsville, yeah. important for those guys to get a win. But South Florence, boy, that's uh that's a tall order. Yeah, you know, and, and I, they've been playing very well, very well even without the quarterback, the Sellers kid. So I, I still don't, I still haven't heard a, a final decision if he's out for the year or not. They're still kind of waiting to see, but they're putting up points against no matter who they're playing. Um, Hartsville had a tough loss last week at Myrtle Beach. I think South Florence wins that ball game, John. Uh, but we'll, we'll find out more about their replacement quarterback, obviously, in Hartsville as well, for sure. Yeah, I, I think um, Hartsville can really prove it here. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, a game they can win. Um, so we'll say, hey, if South Florence wins this game, we'll know it's not just Sellers, the entire team yeah. is very legit. Um, this could be a, a, a decent game here. South Point hosting Indy Land, and Indy Land mm-hmm. team has been better this year than. Yeah. Yeah, and they. I think they lost the game a week or two ago. It was the Lancaster's method. They, you know, we kind of surprised they lost that on South Point. Up and down, you know, they, they beat Northwestern, lost to Spring Valley in a low-scoring game, uh, almost lost to Catawba Ridge. I think South Point's better, uh, but Neyland could put up a fight. Yeah, South Point's got to play well. Um, Travelers Rest will go to Wahala, West Florence here uh, hosting North Myrtle Beach. I, this could be a good game. I think West Florence is a better team. This could be a, a, a grinded-out game as well. You know, West Florence held Myrtle Beach to, I think, uh, was it 14 a couple weeks ago in that loss. North Myrtle Beach wants to run the ball a lot with the Vereen kid. Could be a very low-scoring matchup. I think West Florence at home has a slight advantage here, but North Myrtle Beach, they need a big win. They haven't had it yet. but they're, they're, They'll make the playoffs. Don't worry about that. But they need a big win on their resume. This is the chance right here. But I think the Knights are a little bit better. I think so. Northern Myrtle Beach kind of reminds me a little bit of Hartsville. They've been playing well. They they need a win. They need yeah. that bigger win. Um, and then we got York. I, I don't know. I don't York. think this one's right. We've got York hosting for I don't know that that's Could correct. be. York had the big win over Catawba Ridge Friday night. That was a nice win for them. I do want to circle back to one I forgot to hit on was Meg River Buford. Big region matchup yeah. down there. Uh, Buford, I believe, is top 10. Meg River is just out of it, I think. Um, interesting matchup there. I think Buford's a little bit better. Um, I like their defense a lot. The Eagles, they've had a couple nice wins already. But that could be a good ball game down there on the coast as well. Yeah. Uh, going into 3A here, we have Seneca going to Belt Honey Pass. Seneca losing to Wren, which I know our uh, Daniel fans had an eye on that game. Um, so, see, Seneca probably be able to bounce back. This time, BHP. You think so? BHP's not great. Um, I know Seneca did lose their quarterback last week. They had to play a backup guy. So, I don't know how much that's going to affect them, but. Um, could be an interesting ballgame, though. It could be. Could be. Um, Bishop England will host Battery Creek. Blue Ridge hosting Southside. Uh, one of our games of the week, Brooklyn Casey hosting Gilbert. Down there in the cage, the new cage, the renovated cage. Uh, Union County will go to Broome. How about this, John? How often have you heard this record for Union? They're 0-5. That's not good. I mean, and, and Union has had athletes for years that you go back, I and mean, obviously, you know, the Roscoe Crosby years and players like that. Kyle Brown, Browning, years. Curtis Rice. I mean, and, and I think they've still got players. I like the quarterback, the Bryson Hunter kids, a very good ball player for them. They've had some tough games. They played Clinton, who's a tough uh, tough matchup for them. They played Greer, who's not a bad football team there. 
It's just it's shocking to see them down uh, as far as they are. Broom, we talked about Dylan Ramirez can swing over the field. Broom got shut down by Clint Osley. Scored 14 points. Could be a good ball game. Um, at home, Broom could be a problem. I, th I think Union County gets the first win, but I like the Hunter kid at quarterback a lot. I think Broom's. Yeah, I think Broom's. Too much firepower. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I like Union County. I wish I Maybe could. Maybe it's a nostalgia thing for me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I would like for them to be good. Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. And they, and they haven't been for a few years now. Um, really since Tenniel was there. Yeah. Um, you know, Tenniel had a short lived career there. I thought that was going to be a big time. Uh, you know, he seemed to be the right kind of guy there, but things just didn't quite work out. Mm -hmm. um, another big time, this is the game I'm most excited about all, all week. Chapman going down to Clinton yep. in the Red Devils. I believe I'm going to be there, so uh, if you guys are there, hit me up, say hey. Love to talk to you. We've got uh, Woodruff. We've got Emerald. Fayetteville Central hosting Mid-Carolina. Fox Creek will host Swansea. Dylan going down to Georgetown. Hanahan will host Oceanside. Hanahan, I think five and one or so this year. So good start for those guys. We'll learn more about them. I think they haven't really played a lot of a lot of guys yet. Oceanside will is, is very tested as we know. I think Oceanside wins that game, but Hanahan can really can really step up and get a win here. That'll really prove prove a lot to me for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think Oceanside's a little bit better than where we give them credit for. Mm -hmm. um, they started off a little bit slow this year, but they're still a good team. Mm -hmm. Still a good group there. Uh, Lake Seagull has Crestwood. Aner will go to Warst, which that could be a tough game for Aner on the could road be. there. Warst is not bad this year. Uh, Lower Richland continuing to have a good season. They will host Keenan. Lower Richland actually locked up Region last week, so that Region Congrats champion already. They, their games got kind of moved up, and they've won enough to, to lock in the championship there. So, so hats off to the Creek. Good, good stuff for them. Uh, North Charleston will be hosting Academic Magnet. That will be a Thursday night game if you're in the area. Um, Palmetto will be hosting Berea, a Berea team we actually saw last night. <laughs> I'll let you take this one, John. Um, that say. is an interesting place to go watch a game. There is a very, very high, high energy. Yeah. But the the football team itself is. Uh, yeah. You guys saw the score on the page last night. We were posting it. Yeah. Good, uh, offensive good. line's not good. Um, quarterback's a ninth grader. Defensive line, I thought I had some problems. Defensive line was good. Defensive line, um, they were making some plays against a, a good Powersville team last night. Yeah. But Berea team, boy, they're, they're just not there. But, hey, they won three games. Also, good hot dog. Good hot dog. Good hot dog. Good, good chili on the hot dog. Um, interesting. That's all I got for you, Maria. And good pregame music in the parking lot. That's true. That's true. Good environment. Good environment. Um, we got... The other team we saw last night, the Powersville Patriots, they will be hosting Carolina. Yeah. Uh, this will be a game that the Patriots will be able to cruise. In. Yeah, Carolina not very good. Yeah, this is a game where you know Thomas Williams, the star running back last week or uh, last night, went down for Powersville. Have not heard a prognosis on him yet, but I think this is a game where even if he's healthy, you probably hold him out just to make sure he's healthy against Carolina. Yeah, but I think so. Because when he's in there, they're totally good ball game or ball team, so they need him back healthy for playoffs. Yeah, I think he had, uh, I think he had eleven carries for. 136 yards, two touchdowns yeah. before going out halfway through the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, but excellent, excellent running back. Uh, you know, it, it seemed like he was just hopping out of um, hopping out of tackles. We'll Very smooth was, runner. Like doing the um, – we in track, it looks like he was doing the, the ladder drill. And guys were just not able to wrap him up. Uh, very smooth runner. Uh, very good back. He's going to be – He's going to be one to watch on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. Patrick says uh, the old coach from Blacksburg is the AD at Berea now. So that's Coach Chisholm. Okay, I did not okay. know he was from there. Okay. So cool to know. Good to know. Good to know. 
Uh, we've got Sean Thurman coming off their big win. Uh, they will host Arnsburg Wilkinson Friday night. And then this could be I, this could be for the region, the Golden yeah. Hurricanes, Wren hosting Daniel. I think Daniel is still the Daniel the last the test. Here. I mean, if you want to even call it a test. Like, I, you know, we talked about the guy last night we met. Uh, you know, Wren, not as good like this year as they have been the last couple of years. We've got a younger quarterback, kind of undersized on the defensive line. Daniel, they've got everybody back from last year. Uh, you know, we weren't super impressed a couple weeks ago because just they didn't have the explosives we thought they were going to yeah, have. Yeah, it's kind of vanilla. But um, but they uh, control they control the game from the start. Yeah, you know? yeah. They, they, they got thirty four fourteen. Uh, and I think the atmosphere kind of played into that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Seneca was on the other side making a ton of noise, brought a bunch of people. Daniel crowd, and maybe it's hey, maybe it's the Daniel crowd that's kind of bored with it too. Could going, be. Hey, kind of what's been happening here? Yeah. yeah, I think the lines on the road take us some back up scores too. I think so too. Um, I think Ren, uh, Ren can prove how much of a problem they're going to be in the mm-hmm. playoffs on Friday. Uh, and hey, for Ren, yeah, I know I say this a lot, but for Ren, what are you going to lose? Yeah, you're probably going to be in the playoffs. Yep. This is going to be a team. If you if you want to go back to Columbia, go back to state championship. You got to be. You got to beat Daniel. Give them something to think about Friday night. Yeah. You know. Um, so I, I think it could still be a good game, but yeah, I think Ren or uh, Daniel rather. Probably two score. Agree, agree. At least two score better. Agree. While you pull up two way, I'll go a quick shout out to Nick, uh, Thomas, Daryl, Derek, Elijah, Vidarius in here, uh, George, Jeff's in here. Appreciate you guys, Quinnen. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, if it's your first time, like the page, share the video. Um, you know, like the video as well. Follow us on all social media, moving chains. But let's look into two way now, John. I know we've got a comment here uh, from Daryl. We'll get to Denmark Olar here in a minute. Um, so we'll get to that in the ball in a minute here, John. Let's go through two way right quick. Let's we've got see it. If I can get. Let's go one A first. And we'll one A to match. That's fine. That's fine. Let's yeah. try to find two A because it's our site is acting up on us. <laughs> resources sputtering just a hair. So we'll go with one uh, A. Got Bamberg Earhart hosting Blackville Hilda. Usually a huge game. Usually Hilda a little bit down this year. Yeah. I think Bamberg probably cruises there. Yeah, uh, Branchville hosts Estill. Calhoun County, the um, the Big upset win. upset uh, guys hosting Wagner Sally. Mm-hmm. Interesting game there. Dixie will go to Calhoun Falls. Johnsonville will be hosting Hannah Pamplico. That's a Thursday night game as mm-hmm. well. Hannah Pamplico trying to keep it rolling after that big lake you went a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, Hannah Pamplico doing a, having a great season. Mm-hmm. King Shoe will host C.E. Murray. Ware Shoals will go to McCormick. Rich Spring Renetta coming off a tough loss. They will host Henry Kenner Tyler. And South Ranch hosting Hemingway. Southside Christian will get Whitmire at home. Lakeview will go to Timmonsville. And I, I tell you, it's a, it's a sad thing. We're gonna, this is the last We're coming down the end. Yeah, yeah. Haters and Whirlwinds playing. Um, and, and that's one that got scheduled, I think, this week because of the way they've got it set up where you're helping out region teams. I think Lakeview's going to play somebody else, but Timmonsville needed opponents. Now Lakeview's playing Timmonsville instead. But I think the Wild Gators, uh, they get a big win here. But yeah. yeah, like I said, it, it is tough to see Timmonsville close them down. It's not something yeah. you can see. Yeah, and you, uh, boy, the talent you would see in some old school Lakeview Timmonsville games. Mm-hmm. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. And close out, you got Denmark Olar will go to Williston Elko. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into 2A, John. Uh, while we do that, I've got a quick shout out to Tori Kelly's in here, Brian Horn. Thank you for tuning in. John, while you find that, I'm trying to look through Max Preps for it. I have a little bit of problems here, but. Let's go ahead and talk, talk about one of the biggest ones that we didn't have their game of the week. That's uh, Saluda going down to Gray Collegiate. Yes, um, yes. I think a 2-7 matchup in 2A. Gray Collegiate, we've been howling them all year. I've seen them play twice, saw them play, beat Ridgeview, 
Lose a tough one to Gaffney there. Saluda is, is off to a very hot start. I think they've got one loss, and it was to Raven County, the Georgia team with Gunnar Stockton. The problem is they got absolutely blown out in that game. Yeah. Uh, and that worries me. We know what Ray can do. They're going to run the ball down your throat with Casey Adams all night long. The quarterback, Terry Hopkins, is a, good time, a big-time player. Good defense there. Uh, Torrey Kelly, the leader on the defense side, great, great linebacker slash safety. will hit you, and, you, and we, when he hits you, you know it, John. Um, you know, I think – and that's been kind of grazed down for the past couple of years. The defense hasn't been quite as good as the offense. This year, the defense is there. That defense is very good. I think they're a little bit more talented than Saluda. I think they win this game, especially at home, I believe, Friday night. I think so, too. Um, you know, no slight against Saluda. They're a very good team. They're, they'll, they'll be in play. This is for a region championship pretty much in that region. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gray is just – they're a different level. Mm-hmm. They're a different level. For Tule, they're a different level. They, they've got different kind of talent. I, I know <laughs> – Hey, they recruit. Okay, sure, they do. But Whatever, they're playing football. You still, what are you going to do? Yeah, still <laughs> you still got to play. Yeah, still got to play the game. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Saluda can do to, to keep this one close. Mm-hmm. What's the Saluda team that's off to, like I said, they're off to a good start, had the one loss. Good to see them back. They had a tough year last year after winning state two years prior. Um, both teams will be in the playoffs for sure. I think Gray just got more talent. I think they're a little, just a little better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they yeah. might be a lot better. But. Yeah. You have any luck with the two A schedule there, John? I've got a, a couple here on metrics I can roll through while you're pulling it up. Yeah, um, I did not have much luck. Yeah, so we've got Chesterfield at Central on Thursday night. Okay. Latta at least Central Thursday night. But I want to say Marion plays at Central, so that may be wrong. This is why we don't rely on max preps, guys, because it's all over the place. Um, we've got Pillion going to Wade Hampton. Wade Hampton's going to run, run away with that one. We've got Phillip Simmons and Woodland. Could be a good ball game there between those two. Yeah, I think Phillip Simmons is uh, the better team there. But mm-hmm. um, see what I win it. Liberty traveling to 96. We've got Timberland and Lake Marion, like Kevontae mentioned yep, earlier. Yep. I think the Wolves, 6-0, and man. They're team to roll. They might be a team to look out for in 2A. Oh, I think so. I think so for sure. Yeah, we mentioned Greg Cleese at 6-1, hosting Saluda 5-1. and one. We've got Columbia going to Batesburg-Leesville. Yeah. Landrum going to Chesney. Buford going to North Central. John, did you see the uh, Chesterfield Buford score last week? I did not. Oh, I did. It was. I thought, boy, are they playing basketball already? Whoa! Was it I believe uh, to seventy. I believe it was eighty-three to seventy. Yeah. So just a nut score when you see that come across. Like, what? What is going on down there? Did they go to overtime? I didn't. See no, that I don't think they did. I think it was regulation. How do you score that much? How do you have time? Back and forth. Score that much. Back and forth. Uh, another ball game here. West Oak traveling to Abbeville. West Oak zero and six. Abbeville seven and zero. You hate, you hate to see it for West Oak. Abbeville is going to just roll those guys as they, as they just keep getting ready for the playoffs. Newberry traveling to Eau Claire. See, Lee Central traveling to Marion. I thought that was right. So, Lee Central does not play ladder. They played Marion. Marion 7-0. Short week. Had a nice win over Mullins last night. It was 27-6. Big win for the Swamp Foxes there in the Tobacco Bowl. Crescent travels to Christchurch. Edisto going to King Street. Silver Bluff going. We mentioned that. That was one of our games this week there. Andrew Jackson going to Sherall. Mullins going to Latta. That sounds right, actually. Yeah, Mullins and Latta hooking up there. And then Midland Valley going to Blacksburg. All got 2A. John, anything else you have over there that I didn't maybe mention? I have not been able to get any more. And I'll tell you guys, we apologize if some of these games are wrong. It's been a mess this year. Um, you know, you try to look on Max Preps for scores. They've got teams playing three or four times a week. You try to look on this other site for it. they got games that aren't there that doesn't load right. So it's hard to find the right game. So if we missed one or we stayed incorrectly, just, just give us a break. Let us know. We hope next year, to be back to normal, we're going to have so many moving schedules. Hopefully yeah. it's a, you know, a, an easier thing to do. But, John, let's um, let's go through our pickup winners right quick, 
And then we'll get into some, some of the poll talk here in a minute. That sounds good. I like it. Yeah, so if you guys aren't part of our weekly pick and we do 10 games a week, you want to get in there. It's a Google form. You fill it out. You get your email and your name and we score it for you. There's a winner at the end of the year, so it's not too late for you guys to get in. We're going to drop you the lowest score, so you can definitely get in there. John, let's look at our week seven leaders. I'll tell you what. First time this season, we've got, I think, a five-way tie. Yeah, five-way tie for first. Five uh-huh. guys going 10-0 there. Uh-huh. Shout out to Charlie L., Trevor F., Brian M., Tyler D., <laughs> and Thomas D. all at 10-0. We've got awesome. Mark F., Kyle C., Dexter M., Amy S., David C., Curtis S., and Chris W. all at 9-1. John, you and I both went 9-1. I know the game I missed. I missed Catal Bridge York. I had Catal Bridge York pulls it off. I um, did as well. Yeah, I did as well. Tough one there. But hats off with those five guys. Uh, I guess maybe the games were too easy last week. I don't know, John. Yeah, well, I know. We got some uh, some York County folks in this pick them, and I, I see somebody showed some favoritism. Well, I guess, well, guess Catal Bridge is York County, too, but. Yeah, shout out to those guys uh, going undefeated last week. Now, looking at our overall leaders on the season, we got a standalone leader right now. Tyler D sitting at 56. Nice. We've got Charlie L a game behind at 55. Kane E, Mark F, Brian L, Ryan F, all at 54. David C at 53. Trevor F, Kyle C at 52. And then Curtis, Brian, Chris, and Art all at 51. I'm at 56. John here at 49. Long season left, guys. And don't forget, you want to keep it. You don't want to stop picking because you're going to drop your lowest score. So if you've got a six in there or a seven, if you score some eights and some nines, you're going to knock that out. You're going to jump up a couple spots each week. So definitely have time to catch up. But shout out to all you guys. I think we've got 40, 40 or 50 guys a week who are picking it. So it's really cool to see and uh, awesome to keep up with it. It really keeps you in tune with the games we got. Some we're still looking for for tomorrow or for this week. We're to make sure the games actually happen before we put them on the schedule. Because that happened last week. You know, we had the, the rain out with South, Southside Christian and Dixie. Everybody got a win for that one. Um, because, I mean, what else do you do? It's on there. So, uh, hats off to, the, uh, to Tyler for leading our pick And thank you guys for, for being a part of it. But, John, let's do one more quick shout-out to our friends here at the George Agency. Bradley, Wayne, Richard, and the crew. If you guys need insurance, whether it's for yourself or for your small business or, or life insurance or whatever it is, give them a call. GeorgeAC.net, serving South Carolina for over 35 years. They've got offices in Mullins and Merle's. They've got clients all across the state that can help you out wherever you are, whether it's Aiken or Rock Hill or Greenville or Greer, Myrtle Beach or Charleston. Give those guys a call. They'll help you out. They're good people. They'll take care of you. And uh, give the GeorgeAC a call at GeorgeAC.net. And then one more shout-out to our friends at Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union. They have a clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees that other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, Secured Advantage is here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at SecuredAdvantageSU.com. That's SecuredAdvantageSU.com. Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union. Win at banking. Thrive at life. Member NCUA. So big shout-out to our friends there. If you guys want to get involved with our program, love to have you on board. If you own a business or you work for a company, love to do stuff like this. Definitely hit us up. It helps us get nicer equipment and things like that for the for the show. So we'd love to have you on board. But John, let's get into the uh, the statewide polls that came out today to post the, uh, the the prep polls here. I'm sure we'll rag on it like we always do. But let's walk through it as we go into week eight here. Yeah, we got a few changes here, more toward the back end. Uh, starting with you know what? Let's let's go. Let's flip it. Let's start with one A and work our way up. Let's do it. So in one A, we got Southside Christian number one still. Bamberg Earhart, number two. Lamar, number three. Baptist Hill is four. Hannah Pamplico, we've talked about, they are five. Whale Branch, six. Rich Freeman, that is still there, right there at seven. We have a tie eight between Lakeview and Dixie. And then Denmark Olar coming in at 
tick. I know uh, Deer would love to see that. And, you know, Denmark Rollers, his team, they're off to a good start there. Kind of surprised to see RSM stick there at seven and not fall back a little bit more after a tough loss yeah. to Calhoun last week. Yeah, I thought they would. I was kind of surprised they were still in the top ten. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's, they're still a good team. They sure. are. They are. The lead part kid at quarterback is a very good player. So, going into two, and, of course, you got Abbeville number one. We've got, we've got someone on our side now. Someone has given Gray, who's number two. One number one. Somebody watches our show, John. That's all I gotta say. I mean, we we ragged him last week about it, and now now we got that vote back for Gray. (laughs) We got Cyril Bluff hanging in at three. Marion still hanging there at four. Barnwell at five. Mm -hmm. That could change. Very good matchup. Barnwell this weekend. Uh, Timberland there at six. Mm We've got Saluda at seven. They can make some noise. They could, they could flip it on his head this week, too. They could scare everyone in two A. Yeah. If they win Friday. Um, Christchurch is at eight. Philip Simmons, we talked about nine. And St. Joseph's at ten. If you remember correctly, I believe Saluda, last team to beat Abbeville. They beat him in that playoff run to oh. state championship two years ago. Mm-hmm. Abbeville undefeated last year. Walk right there, everybody. So Saluda, they've got, you know. They've got some uh, some experience there. Okay. You know, we talk about, you know, we both pick Gray, I think, obviously, at home. But Saluda, watch out now. Yeah. Watch out now. Yeah. <laughs> got to play the game. Got to play the game. In 3A, we got Daniel still number one. Dylan is staying number two. Clinton is number three. Camden stays four. Chapman, five. Again, as we talked about. Huge top five matchup there. Number three and five, Clinton, Chapman. That's going to be a big game for Daniel's going to have eyes on that game too because yeah. that could be their biggest competition mm-hmm. come playoff time. We've got Gilbert at six, big game for Gilbert mm-hmm. this Friday as well. We've got Powersville seven that we saw last night. Uh, very impressive Powersville. I was, I was. I, I like the quarterback. The Hudgens kid, the yeah. small kid at receiver had a good night yeah. game as well. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they play good football. They play good football there. Laura Richland, congrats on their region. Mm-hmm. Region Championship, they're checking in at 8. We've got Aner at 9, and Brooklyn Casey hanging out at 10 with their big date with Gilbert. On yeah, um, I do, you know, Dylan keeps hanging there at 2. I, I do hope, I think they've got a couple open dates left in their schedule. I would love to see them schedule a, a, some kind of big boy, somebody who's a good football team. Because you know, we don't know a ton about them. You know, they beat Aner. They haven't really had to play anybody else. And it's not their fault. Like, the region's just not that tough besides Aner, really. So I'd love to see them get a, a big non-conference game scheduled for one of those bye weeks they've got here. But I don't know if it's going to happen or not. They might be tested again until later in the playoffs as well. Yeah, it's a, you know it would be a fun game if they played somebody over there on the Grand Strand. Hey. They played North Myrtle Beach or Myrtle Beach. Well, they had, you know, they had Myrtle Beach scheduled them early in the year. and they that's got right. That's right. COVID, that was, yeah. that was, uh, was that week one, week zero? Week, week one or two, I think, yeah. yeah somewhere yeah. right on that ball, ballpark. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe Dylan, you know, obviously the new head coach mm-hmm. this year, um, you know, maybe – Trying to start proving, proving yep. a little bit more with with his uh, with his style there. We know Dylan's great, but oh, yeah. you know they uh, they haven't played a ton of those big out of conference games either. Um, going into four A now, we've got AC Floor still number one, Greenville number two, mm-hmm. uh, Myrtle Beach is number three, South Point number four, Greenwood number five. Still kind of flying under the radar there. South Green, Point and Greenwood, Greenwood. They are. They've uh, they had some big games early in the yeah. year. One loss, Dutch Fork. Yeah. No shame there. Yeah. Um, they've got Greenville here in a couple weeks. That we'll see. We'll learn a lot about them that week. And that game should be in Greenwood as well. I believe it is. Uh, I believe it is. I think kind of flipped because of last year with the COVID stuff. I think they are at home in that part. I got a good idea who's going to win that game. 
I wrote who I went with. Yes. Uh, number six, we got South Lawrence still still cruising along well mm-hmm. without quarterback Sellers. Seven, you got Buford. Number eight is York. Number nine, West Lawrence, and tenth, the Irmo Yellow Jackets. And going into five A, number one, of course, Dutch Fork. Number two, still Fort Dorchester. Gaffney still hanging there at three. So both those teams had tight ball games. Fort Dorchester yeah. played uh, Goose Creek last week, tight game. I know the Simmons kid at Goose Creek had a big game for them to run the ball, but Fort Dorchester too much firepower. Gaffney, like we mentioned, close went over Dorman Cannon in the last play there as well. So yeah. Yeah. big win for both those teams. Yeah, I was impressed with Goose Creek. I was hoping that was going to be a close game, mm-hmm. but I was still surprised to see how close it actually yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got four T. Hell Hannah. Five Northwestern with their big game against number six, mm-hmm. Spring Valley. Number seven, Sumter. Eight is Dorman. Nine, Lexington. And a tie. Good guy, you like this here. Tie for tent, Kane Bay, and Hillcrest. Let's go. The Rams making an appearance now. Uh, I think they deserve it. They got the talent. They just had to win a little bit. Yeah. Now they've won a little bit, and, and here they are getting a little bit of recognition. So, uh, another interesting week in the polls. At least I don't see anybody. In the wrong classification this week. That's a positive. No. That's that's a good thing. Got um, that. We um, got uh, we got a, a classification splitting first place votes. Yeah, it's not all well. not all unanimous. That's a good thing. So, uh, good job this week to the pollsters. Yeah, hey, they're they're catching that group too. Yeah. <laughs> they they can, all, it can always be better. But good job to those guys. So hats off to them for sure. But um, quick shout out. We'll see. Thomas is in here. James, Darius, Casser, JD. Uh, who else got in here? Cavante, Quinnen, Natasha, Tori, Brian, Nick, Patrick. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This is your first time. Like our post, like our video here, like our page. You can also set up notifications so you get alerted when we go live. We do a preview show on Tuesday nights that goes live here on Facebook. We do a recap show on Sundays that goes, goes live on our audio-only platforms like uh, Google, Spotify, Audio, or uh, Apple Podcasts. So you can check out all our stuff on those. Check us out here on Facebook at Moving Chains, Twitter Moving Chains, Instagram Moving Chains. We're really everywhere social media uh, can be. We're kind of all over the place, John. So definitely check us out on all those platforms. We've got some good stuff coming out. We had a big interview last week with Clinton's defense coordinator, Ethan Campbell. He turned, he does a lot about the defense, which is good to know going into this game against Chapman, the game I'm going to be at. So that'll be a fun matchup there. We've got our cool videos. We've got our scores coming out, things like that. So definitely want to tune in everywhere. You know, John, this is a – it's a big week, man. Like, you know, we we talked about four games here as games. We could have five or six, really. Yeah, and, you know, and a little bit different. We had some really good games early in the year, but we talked a lot about, like, you know, hey, it doesn't really matter. It mm-hmm. doesn't really matter who wins this game. It doesn't have any effect on region, your playoff thing. These games do. Now it does. These games now have a does. big implication. Can't bring back playoffs. anymore. Yeah. Where are you going to get set if you get in the playoffs or not? So mm-hmm. uh, these have a lot more on the line, which is really cool, too. Yeah, and if you guys are out of games this week, feel, you know, be sure to keep us updated. You can send us messages on Facebook or Twitter or send us pictures or whatever. Love to see it because we obviously can't be everywhere. I'm going to be at Chapman at Clinton. So if you're there, come say, hey, we love meeting people who tune into the show. We love talking high school football. We had a guy last yeah. night at the Powderfield game, a Daniel fan, say, hey, to us. We chatted for 15, 20 minutes. Love yeah. doing that. So love to talk to you guys if you're out there. I love to say, hey, I met, you know, Patrick and all these guys before. Uh, you know, see Chris. We met Amy before. So love seeing you guys out of games. It's awesome to do. Uh, Cam said, "Big strong, big strong." Thurman talk about it. Hey, it's my team of the week, man. Seventeen-seven, big victory over uh, big victory over BC last week. Got a nice, uh, I think, an easier ball game this week for them. Should get a nice win over. I think it's O-Dub they're playing Arthur Wilkinson. So it, it's uh, O-Dub is not bad. They're, they're not, not bad. bad. They got to play, but uh, 
Hey, Strong's got some. They got some uh, momentum going. They're sitting man. just outside of the top yeah. ten. Um, they're creeping up there. But that was a big win last week for those guys. And uh, hats off to, to the Rebels there for sure. But once again, I want to shout out to you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. John, anything else before we head off into week eight? I don't think so. I'm gonna go home and flip a coin a couple times, see who I'm gonna pick for Clinton Chapman and some of these other games. Yeah, our pick will be out tomorrow. Bet definitely get in on that. Uh, we're still debating on a couple games, but uh, we'll, we'll get it going for sure. But. For John Epps, I'm Kevin Thomas. This has been your Moving the Chains Week 8 preview show. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We will talk to you next week.